Hello, everyone, and welcome to Staffer, the show about people who work in government or politics at any level and what they take from the experience. I'm your host, Jim Papa, a partner at Global Strategy Group and a former staffer myself. This Sunday is Father's Day. As you know, I like to talk with my guests about how and where they grew up, and we've gotten to hear a fair amount about the role that fathers and father figures played in their lives. People become staffers for all sorts of reasons. They want to make a difference. They're attracted to news or politics or government or world affairs. They want to learn some things. And maybe they want to be near where the action is or where they think it is. Parents and parental figures play such a large role in all of our lives by shaping what we value and who we think we are and what sort of role we think we can play in the world. Sometimes they shape us by their absence, too, or by their mistakes. As a father myself, I'm mindful of that, too. I was really lucky. Not all guys have good relationships with their dad. I did, and I do. In him, I have someone who to this day is a great example and a world-class supporter of whatever I want to do. He's now retired, but he was a sixth-grade school teacher and later an administrator at a middle school. And while government and politics weren't directly part of our lives, current events definitely were part of the ongoing family conversation. I can remember waking up every day and finding my dad at the kitchen table with his coffee and newspaper and talking about what he was reading. Just by being who he is, I've benefited from someone who really exemplifies the values that informed my desire to become a staffer and my service at every step. He's someone who really despises injustice. I can remember him being really angry when reading about employees being mistreated or people being treated disrespectfully because of their perceived station in life or their race or gender. He's a strong believer that hard work is to be expected and that it can lead to good things and that community is important. In addition to being a school teacher and contributing that way, he has been and remains a volunteer to organizations like the Red Cross, Meals on Wheels, his church, town committees, and more. It is in the spirit of dads that we compiled today's episode, where you get to hear my staffer guests talk a bit about their fathers and father figures. I hope that you enjoy today's episode as much as we enjoyed putting it together. If you haven't already, use this as an opportunity to make sure you are prepared this Sunday to honor the dads in your life. And happy Father's Day in advance to all the dads out there who have inspired staffers, who are staffers, and who are raising tomorrow's staffers. Chair of the Democratic National Committee, Jamie Harrison. And so I would often spend time talking to my grandfather because, you know, in my house, uh, my grandfather, uh, we, we had one television and my grandfather, uh, you, know, you could watch whatever you wanted any other time, but the morning news and the evening news, the TV was going to be there, Right. And there was no, there was no, <laughs> there was no other choice. And so I would sit there and watch because I wanted to watch TV. So I would sit there and watch with my grandfather and then pepper him with questions about, you know, what's going on in the world and the presidency and this and that. And, you know, in retrospect, my grandfather probably didn't know half of the things <laughs> about half of the things he was talking about, but they made sense to me. And, and so I was always infatuated with Washington and what was going on in Congress and the presidents. Uh, and, you know, I fed that that hunger uh, in school. And so uh, in, in my history classes and social studies classes and eventually went on to college, I became a policy major and I focused in American government, got internships on the Hill 
uh, in the United States Senate and the U.S. House. Uh, and, uh, you know, the rest is history. Congresswoman Rosa DeLauro. When my father first ran for office, uh, he was told, you know, Ted, run for the office. You are, you can't win it. This is a Republican ward. Uh, we usually lose by about 800 votes or more. If you could just get it down to a couple hundred, you know, you will have won. Well, my dad, uh, and he, I went with him for much of it, went door to door, whether it was raining, snowing, whatever it was, to everyone's house, you know, and he would sit and he would talk to people. Um, and, uh, uh, you know, and he had, a, and I still have his file box where he had all of the, the, uh, 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 the, the constituents, if you will, um, and this was a single ward where you, you know, and he marked them red for Republican, blue for Democrat, and he counted votes. You know, that's where I learned how to count votes. You yeah. know, that that's what you did. And if you didn't have that information, well, God, you were lost on an election day. And the end of that story is my dad won on the machine. He lost by nine absentee ballots. Oh. Nine absentee ballots. So uh, that uh, uh, next time around, he won. You know, my mom did run for several years later in her own right in a different ward. But what I'm saying is, is that did I always know? No, I, 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 I did not. It was that I was in it. I was around it. Uh, uh, and it, it was not what I said. Oh, my God. You know, when I you know what I want to do with my career is, you know, later in life is to uh, get involved in politics and, and, and so forth. No, it, it was not. Uh, but it all came second nature because I had watched it. Former Obama White House Cabinet Secretary, Deputy Secretary of Labor, Chris Liu. So my father was an engineer, and in part that was because when he came to the country to uh, for college, he didn't have great English skills and he had good technical skills, and that was a pretty common path for immigrants. But he loved history. He loved politics. Uh, you know. And growing up, I remember we always had a, kind of a small little TV set uh, in our kitchen, and we would watch uh, the evening news uh, while we ate dinner. And so um, I actually was born in New Jersey but moved to Rockville when I was eight. And uh, one of the things my dad did to because he wanted to do is we went down to Capitol Hill uh, to go meet uh, or at least to stop by the office of our hometown congressman. And he actually came out and took a photo with us. And, and that just left a very um, del indelible image with me. And that was when I was eight years old. And so um, my father loved reading political biographies. He loved um, watching the evening news and talking about presidential elections. So while he was an engineer, I got that love from him. Chief of Staff to Governor J.B. Pritzker, and Caprera. So politics and, and current events were a part of your growing up. Um, I, I've asked about your mom, but what about your dad? You know, I mean, what was... What <laughs> my dad, is, my dad's still around and kicking effect. He, he, he still lives in the Philadelphia area. He, uh, 
he got his COVID shot this morning. So I, I was very pleased to hear about that. Um, you know, look, he, my dad's a, he's a trial lawyer. And I think I get a lot of my drive from my dad. Um, you know, he doesn't shy away from an argument. Uh, neither do I. He, um, he was probably the first person that I got into political arguments with. Um, he's, I grew up Republican and I, became a Democrat and, as you know, a big Democrat um, in college. And so, you know, my father had, you know, he'd been a Reagan Republican. Like he was just always kind of hawking for the GOP. And I you'll appreciate this. In in 2010, uh, when I was working for Betsy Markey, he and I were on the phone and he was telling me how, you know, Democrats are going to raise my taxes and I don't know who I'm going to vote for in November. And I remember saying to him, Dad, you know that like if the Democrats lose, that I'm going to lose my job. <laughs> and it was like this lightning bolt moment for him because he, you know, I always tell him, you're, you work for a polling firm. I always say it's like that question, like, is this going to impact your personal financial, you know, self? Yeah. And, I, and my father was like, oh, my God, you know, my daughter's going to lose her job if I don't vote Democrat. And he, he went and switched his voter registration. Like, I, you know, nice. and it was such, such a like dad thing to do. <laughs> yes. But I've always appreciated it about him because um, he takes as much, you know, pride in my career and follows every little thing I do. And, um, you know, I I. I just, uh, it's it's so nice that I have him around, and I it's been it's been a while since I've gotten to see him, which has been hard. But um, you know, he he was the first person I called when all the stuff happened with the pandemic, and I said, hey, you 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 know, this is for real, and I need you to stay safe because I can't worry about the state of Illinois and you at the same time. Um, but he's always been he's always been one of my biggest cheerleaders, and he still is, and he's uh, he's he's a funny guy. He's got a He's got a real sense of humor and um, he's always cracking me up because, you know, he kind of comes on and off social media. Uh, you know, he 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 opened a Twitter account years ago and I was like, please stay as far away from Twitter. As <laughs> it's <you> dangerous. <laughs> and he was like, you do it. I'm like, I you like it's going to take too long for me to explain to you how dangerous Twitter is. So he kind of has his he has a soapbox on Facebook and um, but it's always I miss him. And I love him, and he's uh, he's had a big influence in my life. So, McDonald's chief global impact officer and former Obama staffer Katie Fallon. Well, Jim, I'm very lucky. I had a you know, very happy suburban childhood in a house filled with a lot of built-in playmates and teammates. Um, all seven of my brothers and sisters and I are you know, pretty close in age, and we were very competitive with each other as little kids from you know, pick up football games in the backyard to Yahtzee tournaments and um, you know, talent shows. And you know, like all big families, we had our share of conflicts and fights, and I found myself sort of perfecting my peacemaking skills at a young age in our house. Um, we were all Catholic schooled for most of our childhood. My parents were both very involved in the Catholic Church, and um, I think in many ways the church at that time, you know, shaped my politics and um, my family's politics, you know, with the right to life movement at the forefront um, of the Catholic Church's mission in the 80, in this, you know, late 70s, 80s, across, across the 80s. Um, my dad supported 
all eight of us on a five-figure salary for most of my upbringing, which is amazing when you think back, uh, uh, you know, about how, you know, parents were able to do that not too long ago. Um, he has been in the um, collection business uh, for four decades, and so he got to be pretty adept at navigating student loan borrowing and negotiating tuition reductions for, for large family enrollments. Um, my mom had the harder job of the two. She was keeping us all healthy and productive and, and sane in um, a small house. And um, I do believe that, you know, my politics were, for the most part, largely shaped by, you know, my parents and my upbringing. Remember, everyone, we are still accepting submissions on our staffer hotline, which you can reach by calling 888-416-2132. We have had a great response to the hotline, and we've already made a couple shows out of it. Keep those stories coming. And remember, they can be about anything that you found memorable, meaningful, funny about your experience as a staffer. They will be anonymous, so you can share literally anything. The length of the recording goes about four minutes. If you get cut off, just call back in and finish your story. Again, that number is 888-416-2132. I want to thank you all for listening to the only show created for and about the people who work in government and politics at any level. I do have a quick favor to ask. Please follow, subscribe, and like the show on all of your favorite podcast platforms. Positive reviews are everything in this business, I'm told. And make sure to sign up for episode alerts at staffershow.com and check out Staffer Show on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. Thanks all. 